Welcome back to Metal Beer and Bullshit. Grab a beer, grab a seat, and enjoy some metal, beer, and steaming piles of bullshit. Hey, metalheads, beer drinkers, and bullshitters, I'm Sean. I'm Bien. And we have some very special guests with us in the studio, and we have our buddies James, Zach, and Brad from Burial in the Sky. Hey, How's what's going? up? So, Christ, it's been a while since you guys have been in. Yeah. A couple yeah. years since before the plague started. Yeah. <laughs> it's, at least. It's been like, I think I did the math this morning, it's been like three years i think at least three years yeah, yeah i mean like 2018 2019 i wasn't at that Something one <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah and we still don't have 50 episodes under our belt yeah well that's tough because of how like what's happened right it well it feels like the world stopped for a while yeah and, and we do like 50 55 hour episodes right yeah i think they're like, they last like two days straight the last one was three and a half hours long i still haven't finished it <laughs> We did a like a history on Reading Death Metal, like the scene, like like all these guys, like Juan and him, and oh, yeah, the singer yeah. from Juan's old band, and like had those guys in. We were talking oh, all about really that cool. shit. That's so. awesome. That is awesome. That's really so really cool. dug up some of the old, the old music, like the re- recording they did at Unisound. Abortside did, and I have to listen to that. One. Sounds I always, terrible. Yeah, like, again, like I have you guys on Spotify, so I try to tune in whenever I can. You guys have some pretty good content pretty consistently we do we try to we try we try to do something different like we're not we're all fucking music nerds but we're (laughs) you know we're we're reinventing what we do we don't want to do like the the stereotypical serious kind of podcast you know what i mean so Mm. we're definitely not the stereotypical serious type of band (laughs) (laughs) i think we're the most serious band though in the world yeah (laughs) No one's more serious than actually, burial in the sky. We actually, as, as evidenced by that last video you put out, <laughs> we actually got put up on a group. There's a really big tech group on Facebook. Yes, has, I'm on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like, what is it, like 40,000? Oh, it's a lot. I, love that group. I can't remember how many yeah, people it's are in huge. it. It's huge. such a niche thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the guitar player from Fleshbore shared the video and said, who, does, who can't like burial in the sky? And uh, which, shout out Fleshbore if you haven't heard their new album. Um, it's incredible. You guys They're should listen to the flashboard. Mm. It kind of like is like a. Uh, it, it, it's a great tech re- death record. Pretty straightforward, but the vocalist is awesome. The guitar work is awesome. They're super tight. But, um, he put up the video in that group, and I commented on it, and I was like, "Man, why can't bands be serious?" So I just like was shredding our own music, and there were people who legit were just like totally, <laughs> totally agreeing. They're like, "Yeah, man, what the heck? Bands just can't be serious anymore." Or like, yeah. Eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, totally. I was totally just like agreeing with them, like just like egging them on. It's fun. No, it's fucking boring. <laughs> Who the fuck needs to be so I mean, serious not, all the time? You know, in all reality, yeah, the vast majority of people absolutely knew that I was kidding, and yeah. also were 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 playing along. But there was some a few that you were like, they definitely aren't in on the joke. <laughs> oh, that made it there, much more funny. There's usually a few. I, I love reading through the comments on stuff on that. Page. Like, oh, yeah, you see yeah. some crazy shit sometimes. Oh, it's yeah, like, absolutely. it's like, what fucking world are you living in? Oh, like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. 
But I found so many good bands to that group too. Oh my god! Yeah. So, oh my gosh! Yeah. They're incredibly good. We've been around. We've they've been a part of like the burial journey since pretty much burial was a thing because it started around in like 2016 and our first record came out in 2016. Yes. They've been like sharing us consistently. Yeah, and, and I mean, I and I've been on that page probably since 17. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are consistently talked about on there. So. Yeah. And awesome then you're active too. in the group as well. Uh, yeah, I so. actually just started getting in pretty like more. I've been trying to get more active in it. And Zach's pretty well. active in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For better or for worse, I am active. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No. Oh. After you. For for someone that I, I've only heard you guys on the surface, you know, just you know through passing and stuff like that, great stuff. But what I want to know where you came from because this is me. I I I never really, I never. I, I you guys just popped out of nowhere for me. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And he wasn't here for that podcast. Yeah yeah. Just give me a a quick catch me up. <laughs> yeah sure. Uh yeah no so uh. I used to be in bands with this one guy named Willow Kronglis for many years. Uh, we were good friends. A uh, bunch of bunch of different like death metal bands growing up, uh, or just metal bands in general. And then we went from that to uh, pretty much growing away from each other for a little bit. And the band's first iteration was I can't remember. I think the name was like Malignant narcissist or something that one guy came up with it was a completely different group of guys and then they didn't i remember they said my riffs lacked meat and potatoes <laughs> so uh i ended up being like all right well f it and i went on and i demoed out a bunch of stuff and then i met back up with will and we started playing again and i would say that the band probably became to at least becoming more of the band itself when sam joined about five years ago five six years ago which is crazy mm-hmm. to say now and it really became the band when Zach came in about a year after that. Yeah. About a year after that, Zach joined. Um, we recorded the last record, Creation with Hominus, relatively quickly um, with a lot of turmoil uh, in the band at the time. So it's an interesting record in the sense that I feel it's a, it definitely speaks to the time for what was happening. We went through tons of vocalists and all this other kind of stuff. It was just a, it's a crazy time for the band. Um, but I think this record, the reason it probably feels like we popped out of nowhere is I would say that this record is the first time Burial in the Sky has been Burial in the Sky. Okay. Uh, Cause I remember um, you guys played Reverb. We did. And we, that was when we first started our metal trivia. Yeah. I introduced you guys. You did. And uh, we, you guys were very kind. You guys said we were one of the, you had mentioned that we were one of the favorite bands on the bill that night, which I was, I, re- I remember like it was yesterday you guys were you guys stole the show I mean out of all there was like 10 bands on that bill that day there's a crazy amount it was a, was that the Soulfly show yeah, yeah. it was a Soulfly yeah, show it was a ridiculous yeah, amount that yeah. was like a Mark Cole festival extravaganza yeah, yeah. And that was the uh, that was the first time I heard you guys and I was like okay that band does not belong on this bill because they're better than everybody so wow that's very Damn. kind of you to say that's very and very kind of you to say thanks man I know I know you guys you had a singer issue there for a little bit. We did. That was part of it. Actually, we played instrumental that day. If I don't miss, if I don't miss. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You guys, in in the weird writing history terms, you borrowed well, not borrowed. I was already out of the band at that time. Um, my singer for a couple shows. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brad so, helped out a few yeah. times. Yeah, Brad. Brad Miller. He was he was integral in helping us like fill some of our dates for a period of there. We, we appreciate all his help during that time frame. Yeah, and then Jarrell sure. ended up who record Jarrell ended up. 
that was the thing is Jarrell, who did session vocals at that time for Creatio, for some of the songs, one of the songs he doesn't even have Jarrell on it. That's okay. like shows you how like thrown together that record was because okay. we had like a PR timeline that we had we had already paid for and was ready to go and then like everything fell apart just everything kept falling apart and it was like we couldn't we weren't able to keep pushing it back our one single had to come out like months prior that whole record was crazy it was just chaos yeah um so you know and 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 i and i look back on it in a in a in a funny way i would say um zach came in as incredible as zach is on on bass and sax learned it all by ear because i tabbed nothing out back then because yeah. i'm awful at tabbing things and i'm still pretty awful at tabbing things and they put up hey, with you're me better at it now. Yeah, you, you... i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> i appreciate it uh but yeah it was it, i mean and zach could speak more to that i mean he jumped into it like nothing and just learned the song, whole album by ear and then laid saxophone down kind of randomly that was in the midst of him doing stuff at that time for rivers as well it, yeah. just it was a whole like whirlwind right that whole time was whirlwind so this album i think is the first time we all got to sit down we all wrote it we all put into it we mm -hmm. all just came together and made this record really what it is which is the first time burial's been burial in the sky i would say it's literally the first time i think it's an actual burial in the sky record in my opinion okay brought me to speed thank yeah. you <laughs> And now here we are in 2021, and, and we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Transport. I mean, it's a, it's got to be a bit of a whirlwind for you. I mean, overall, I mean, the whole experience. I mean, oh yeah, you've had to time to put that the new album together. Mm. I mean, the whole thing came out beautiful. Like Dang, like I said, when you. it came when the when the vinyl came out, the whole package is amazing. Like the artwork, you know, the the inserts are amazing. The, Justin Abram did the artwork. He's really? done stuff for Equipoise and bunch of other stuff he's done a yeah, lot of stuff for the yeah. tech inanimate that feels existence, inanimate existence yeah. yeah he's just phenomenal he's and he's probably one of the most if you want to work with any artist ever probably one of the most laid-back amazing oh, yeah. individuals i've ever worked with I, I we've ever worked with he's so kind oh and then all he had to say was inanimate existence and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, art <laughs> yeah the, the artwork is incredible but yeah the whole package came out amazing and then so that all came out right you guys were working at right in the midst of all the covid i mean right in the pandemic correct yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 we actually sat on this record for a while, I would say. We had a lot of stuff written. I mean, then I think a lot of it got put down during the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. But it was, there was a lot. It got slowed by the pandemic and then it almost seemed like it had sped up by the pandemic. What would you say? Yeah, it was, it was interesting because we kind of went into this record and we were like, we need to have more of a footing than what we did on Creatio because like James was saying it was just like whoa a crazy experience and we were like we want to be solid we want to put out a product that we can be comfortable with and make it our best so we need to play <laughs> so we wrote like there's 10 songs on the record and I think we wrote probably like 15 or 16 songs between all of us and like one day we all got together and we sat down and we were like this song on the record yes or no like after we kind of figured out what direction we were going with like the concept and the story and everything yeah and we were like this one yes no okay no this one yes no oh yes that one will work that sounds kind of like we could do something with that or like mm -hmm. it's got some sick riffs in her or whatever <laughs> and it, it was kind of like um once we had all of that we were like all right we're gonna we're gonna go like to the studio we're gonna um 
do whatever. We're going to go to the studio as a band because like we did all of Creatio essentially remotely, except mm -hmm. Sam who went to a studio to record his drums. And um, like then the pandemic happened and then we were like, okay, well um, let's see what we can do because we've done it before, but now we have like time. And what's nice about it is um, James worked his ever-loving butt off at his house um, tracking guitars and then, like, brought Jarrell over for a couple weeks and tracked vocals for, like, a week or two straight, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like, absolutely. got everything perfect and then brad went over to james's place and kind and of he tracked me too yeah yeah so like james recorded brad and um luckily for me uh sam our drummer and i lived like less than a quarter of a mile away from each other at the time um so i would you know like get up and <laughs> like you know shower and like i'd grab some like you know donuts on the way or whatever and um you know we'd we'd record and um he recorded me and then Sam went to, uh, he went to AJ Vienna's studio of Hath and Cognitive. Um, and he, AJ recorded Sam. So that was kind of like the only part where we outsourced, like went out and same deal, like had someone else record us and AJ mixed all of Sam's drums and everything. Uh, but yeah, this one was like, again, most of it was recorded by us. Like all the DI and stems were, were recorded by us um and then sent to carson and grant yep who do rivers and black crown and august for dread and all those i mean yeah. a million so many bands era like moths to flame oh, oh yeah it's, it's so the list goes on and on and on they're and on so on. busy they're yeah. so busy and they're so good at what they do um but yeah then they then they worked their magic on the mixing and mastering aspect of it but they worked very 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 closely with us um they were really good about that they gave us yeah. they were very patient um they were incredible. They did. They did what we what we what we needed, because of the amount of effort we put into it. I mean, Sam, like like all those orchestral things that you hear on the record, those mm -hmm. are all live instruments. Sam recorded every single instrument on that, every single player that's on there. Like they knew through college, they both mm -hmm. went to Westchester, and they Sam recorded each individual instrument and just wrote out all the music for it. Like he had, like it was like so thought out. Like and and that, I think that was the biggest thing of why I say. Most importantly, why this record is so much more the band or a picture of the band. I look at this record almost the way I look at kind of like in you know in less of a fan way as a per in a personal way, obviously. Um, one of my favorite records ever is Metal by Pink Floyd, um, and every song has has every writer's credit on it. Every person has a writer's credit on it, each song, which is never usually the case with older school music. And with this, uh, Zach wrote. Zach had ideas, and Zach played, and I wrote, and I had ideas, and I played, and same thing with Brad, and same thing with Sam, and everyone, and Jarrell, everybody put their all into it, and that's like something that I don't know a ton of bands personally that do that, and I think that that's why the record ended up sounding the way it sounded, is because we all had an idea of what we wanted it to be, and then our own perceptions helped mold it into what it was, which I think that's cool, um, yeah, so yeah. Definitely the first real bits record 
<laughs> yeah, and I think it's cool because, like, even though a lot of people will think that, like, oh, the pandemic, like, the lockdown, that's such a depressing time. And it was because, you know, you're shut, shut off socially pretty much. You're nervous constantly about the 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 bug and everything and state of music yeah, yeah. what's your career going to be like as a live musician and like uh, stuff like that and really i i can attest to this personally for like the two months that we like really all put our nose to the grindstone from like when we were starting to track final stuff to the end like this i put like all of my energy into this and like for during the pandemic for it to um <clears throat> kind of like you know kind of be what it is and you know not trying to dwell on like i'm home all day by myself <laughs> or like yeah. i'm like uh, i i don't want to go outside or like i don't want to i i want to see my friends but like how much zoom can you take you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it was like one of those things where it's like we're not doing music because of what's going on but we're still doing music because of what's going on which was very interesting and kind of like gave us that laser focus that like sometimes you know bands will go to a studio and like take two weeks to live at the studio and just be like all about that the album and we kind of almost got that we did yeah yeah but absolutely. in our own separate places and like it's crazy that was it's it's very cool, very was, cool how it, like a dark time kind of turned into like this. Just, it sounds like it was almost a godsend it said for a little bit, you know, Honestly, for for that part of it, you know, that weirdly aspect, enough, right? yeah, yeah. So weirdly enough, yeah. yeah. Did, did you feel like you know being that you did have the time because you didn't have shows, you didn't? Did you feel this was your only way to express the show stuff, or I, I personally, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but Zach, I think from just from what he just said, I pretty. I think you obviously agree. It did. It became like a cathartic experience. Um, did you you feel like you you fed from that depression of not being able to do that? That it just made that kind of like that, throwing, that throwing the live energy into the, the yeah. That riff was version. just gonna. That riff became you know just more meat, like you were saying earlier, meat and potatoes. Oh yeah. Just because I have the time to do this. Absolutely. I mean, I, having that extra time, I think, was was everything as far as like making sure. I mean, I think it was more so too. Is during that time frame, and I think this is the most important part. It's like I think that record could happen at any time. It could have happened, and I and I think what we'll write next, and what we do next, and what we're doing now, I should say, um, will be able to harness that same energy. Is during that time frame, more than just recording, we became better. We focused immensely on becoming better musicians. Mm -hmm. um, not that Zach needs to do that, but me. <laughs> but, but, but no, I'm, like, but I'm trash. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like, uh, just and that's. I mean, Sam would attest to this too if he was here, our drummer. Sam like leveled up so hard, oh, like yeah. as a drummer, and he would just be like so, uh, so like vocal about that, and that, and we're we we held each other accountable. I think that was another thing. It's like, well, this is what it is. And we were playing music that we were all like, this is hard. Like, we need to practice, like, mm -hmm. a lot. A lot of that time frame was us writing things that we were like, I can't play this. Now I need to learn how to play this. <laughs> and and it's like, and writing things that we would, I, I, at least for me personally, writing things I want to hear. You know, like, yeah. writing things I would hear from, from someone and be like, sick. And, like, Sam has, like, 
like recordings of of I think Earth <laughs> Mountains One of us all doing Mountains One from like this old practice spot we used to go to years ago. Like we started writing stuff for this record, like pretty much directly in like after in 2018 we started like there was stuff getting thrown around yeah. but it was once we had like the ideas we really just like like for a couple months just like a little block of time we went nuts and we went absolutely ham and just focused on nothing but that it's awesome yeah now with 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 writing and everything um and my band used to do this and it'd drive me nuts do you come up with a song and it's done this is how it's gonna be your next show do you play that or do you hold it to you get the whole album done? Um, so that's a. I don't know if we've ever played a song that hasn't been finished or recorded. Uh, definitely not with the newest record. Yeah, um, well, yeah. There's um, no possibility. Yeah. I I don't think so. I don't think that that's ever been a thing that we've done where we've been like, yeah, we finished the song. And let's like play it at our next show, like a live preview. Like I, I've always wanted to do that. I don't think that's ever come up to be like, the especially you know, pan, pandemic, right? All of that, <laughs> all of that timeline and how everything was kind of thrown into a, a a big like time hole, like time wormhole. Like I don't think we've ever gotten the chance to do that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we've ever gotten the chance. I don't think we could even, could even if we tried. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we, we could now. Yeah, we could like. We can like write a song like next week and like, yeah, 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 <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't have the mental juice for that right now. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we ever had that thing. I think we're we also it would definitely be something we wouldn't like write it in a practice and be like, okay, we're gonna play that tomorrow. It would be definitely something that we would hash out, probably demo out. Like we would probably want to know for sure that it was the final, would be the final product. Like if we didn't record it yet, we probably want to make sure it was the final product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we would ever play it live, um, whether or not that meant it was recorded or not, I'm not sure. But we do a lot of like workshopping back and forth through deming out songs and throwing them at each other and being like, "Hey, I like this. Hey, let's change this around." Like we're we're very vocal with each other and we we don't take offense to like opinions on songs and changes. There really isn't just one person that's like, "Well, this is how the song goes and this is what's happening. We wrote it and now we're done." Um, that's never been the case. Well, that's good. I mean, it sounds like a lack of ego is is a good is always a good thing you know what i mean yeah, oh, I will, yeah. ego yeah. ego interferes with the artistic process big time I, I don't think we would have ever really gotten anywhere near um what this record was if we didn't if we couldn't have stopped done that because i know um zach contributed a ton to every to things that i wrote i sam contributed a, th a ton to things that i wrote because we wrote together we just wrote things together we would write i mean we wrote on our own but we would throw we would again like Zach said we'd throw ideas at each other and we're like well let's not do this and we'll do a little bit of this and we'll do a little bit of that and you know those perspectives you know you know it's it's, it's it, it makes it not it makes the writing process not such a broad stroke of just one person's thoughts on the, on the music it becomes more intricate because you have all these people's ideas coming in mm -hmm. it's well, cool it's it, the album itself is amazing I, I love the the interplay it's not all just technical it's not a pure technical album there's some great brutal parts in that album and it just kind of goes back and forth and it works well there's a lot of shit this going guy writes on brutal shit this guy oh, like, yeah, he does he's very <laughs> lovey but he's very lovey looking guy he looks but he writes some of the most brutal shit yeah, I've I ever got, i got a lot of ghosts inside of me that need to get out <laughs> <laughs> he like everyone's like that every record that has that one part on our if you, if you listen to a song and you're like oh 
man, you get a stink face. It's probably because of Zach. <laughs> oh yeah, it's mechanisms of loneliness. That's that was all. Oh my, that yeah, was all like the, yeah, that's the hardcore like beatdown part. Oh and stuff. god, yeah, that that deep guttural on mechanism of loneliness. That evil sounding, just like awful evil breakdown of it's death. Disgusting. That's all, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> now, I thought you, the last time I seen you guys was with an inanimate existence up at the Sportsman's Cafe, and I oh, okay. think you guys complement each other really well because they they they're the same way. That that the interplay of technical and brutal is the the ratio is perfect. Like, yeah. and you guys have that ratio too. It's it's oh, perfect because <laughs> if it's too technical, it just gets fucking boring after a while. It's like, yeah. oh my god, but like when it's broken up with those good brutal sections and then segues really nicely into the technical and back and forth, like that's, you know, kind of ebbs and flows into that. It's great. Like awesome. that's, I think that's what makes the perfect tech death bands. You know, it's two techs too, too much. Like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like for a song or two and then you're yeah. like, Oh fuck. Yeah. It, it, no, we're, but, we're, we're definitely into dynamics. Oh yeah. I, I think dynamics are really, really important. You know, definitely uh, catches my ear and yeah. I, I, I definitely think you guys appeal more to, um, I like this one a lot. <laughs> which, which, which one's that? Oh, well, you want to do the reviews real quick while we're in the middle of this? Or? Yeah. Especially if you talk into the microphone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I didn't, I was just sitting back. To, oh. <laughs> our opening beer was, uh, uh, slobberous and an English pale ale from uh, broken goblet. That was good too. I like that, that one was pretty good. This one here. I really like this. This one here is a droid theory. Elegy. Elegy. Hazy Imperial India Pale oh, that's Ale. That's delicious. Death edition. That's really Very good. suitable. The thing I love about um, a droid theory is, especially these <laughs> limited edition ones, they give you like the food that it's supposed you can, you're supposed oh, to eat with it, the shoot. cheese. Oh, that's pretty cool. A cigar. Human what music. Flesh. What <laughs> music. And I, I felt like this one of your enemies. was, um, <laughs> I felt like this one was proper for this show because if for the music it says... Death is uh, death is the only mortal mortal that I can't talk today. By a uh, cra- uh, Jesus Christ, you can tell I was drinking last night. Acacia strain. Ooh. Oh yeah. It says you're supposed to drink this and listen to them, and I kind of hell yeah. That does that does that's, that, that's, that's pretty rad. That's dope. I love that. These yeah, guys are amazing. That. I love <laughs> these guys. Oh, that's oh man, that t- I, this definitely tastes like a hardcore show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, no, it uh, it does contain lactose. So if any of you are lactose intolerant, the bathroom's right over there. I'm gonna okay. be too. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> you could tell that cause actually. We, we had we just had uh, a beer from uh, Brick Brick Haven Brick Brickworks Brickworks. Sorry, Brickworks. Um, our friend Rob from Brickworks, he's the master brewer there. Okay. He brought us some beers when we played a show at the Queen in Delaware, and he made they had this incredible like raspberry beer yeah. with like lactose in it. Oh my Ooh. god! Oh, that, that was it was, was so incredible. good. Oh, it was so good, and it, that sounds ridiculous. It tastes and I like pie. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like a raspberry pie. Yeah, it tasted oh, kind of like if if you melted like imagine if you melted a cra- like a raspberry cream sickle, oh, and then you mixed it together with like a really like 
light and like almost berry-y sour-ish and then that's it like, like, like a sour it did taste yeah like a sour. it, it yeah. was like it tasted like a pie slash milkshake it was sick but it wasn't heavy <laughs> but it wasn't heavy like yeah it, it didn't sit like like you would you hear that and you're like oh, i could probably drink like one of those and i'm probably gonna puke if i drink right it. did not sit like that i could probably yeah. have, that could be like a sessioning beer it was so good it was, it was <laughs> that's so the good. best pie that makes you drunk <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. There, there, if you ever get down to uh, uh dewey beach area dewey um Beach Brewing Company, right on uh, Route One. There, every one of their beers is just like that. Like I had a blueberry uh, sour. I mm-hmm. I stray from sours to no end because you don't want to be around when I get done with those. <laughs> but it felt like I was drinking pie, Ooh, like a blueberry, and it even had the dry end, like you just had the crust. It, they're mm-hmm. really good. Oh, that's nice. sick. Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna have to keep though. it. I'm gonna keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep that on my radar now. That sounds <laughs> awesome. I mean, I know. I get. Well, for me with beer, um, I, I'm having a stroke over here. I swear. <laughs> but uh, I hope it, not. <laughs> me too. Let's not do that here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, for me, um, you know, I'm an older metalhead and everything like that. How I found bands was, you know, what record label, what uh, artwork, and nowadays it's like that with beer for me. If I find like this Detroit theory, you know, it looks like a death metal cover. I'm like, that's gonna be good. So hell yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Even yeah. if it isn't, it's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna it be has good. to be. I remember be- taking CDs at Fye and scanning them so you could listen to like 30 seconds. That's how I remember finding a lot of bands, <laughs> like scanning it, and you get like 30 seconds of a song, yep. and you listen to it quick, and you're like. Like from the U section, you get like three of them for like nine dollars or something. Oh yeah, I was gonna whatever. S- you know what I'm talking about? And you get yeah, like yeah. a bunch of yep. Yeah, you, you know, can like burn them on the. It's like yeah, I just picked up Rumpelstiltskin grinder and yeah. uh, whatever else. You know, whatever I, death album. I, I I remember doing that, but I just did. I I would just look at the covers, and it would be like buy one get two free at <laughs> Fye, and I would just that be like, oh, in the metal section, I'd be like, oh, there's like a used Acacia Strain album, or like, oh, there's like the uh, used aborted album over there, like, ooh, very interesting. <laughs> um, so, but like, you know, me being fourteen, I was like, I've never heard these bands, and I'd put them on, and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> this is sick. I'm, skinless. I feel like I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and now you play this stuff. Yes, yeah. and now it is my career. <laughs> well, well, just to make John and I feel older, we had that same experience, but it was with obituary slowly we rot. Yeah. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Wow. That was going that was like our first introduction to that kind of shit and Morgoth and Pestilence. Death and pestilence. Pestilence, and, pestilence oh, yeah. is sick. I remember this is gonna date me very, very, very much. Um, I remember being at, uh, it wasn't even, uh, uh, it was a listening booth at the time. And uh, I was flipping. The, they're all looking at you with a blank look on their face. What? <laughs> it was FYE like six <laughs> chains before. And, yeah, uh, the play, it stank like cigarette smoke and old prostitutes. Yep. That's oh. how old it was. And the walls okay. were like orange. All right. Yep. Nice. Still had slots Sick. for eight tracks. What a vibe. Sick. That's a vibe. That's <laughs> and a vibe. I, did, I remember flipping through uh, the vinyls and I seen Death Scream Bloody Gore the first time. And I Ooh. went, this is, like I said with the beer, this has got to be good. And I looked, flipped it over, seen what record label. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And, and I took it home and... Yeah, now that's all I like. Well, that's well, you know that situation is like you know, newsflash. It was sick, um, <laughs> and including everything else Chuck put, Chuck put out until his untimely passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, who would have thought though that 
that genre of music would turn into what it is now. Like you've got such a selection of bands. Like back then you had like, you know, like 20 or 30 bands, you know, now fuck, it's like 20 or 30,000. I mean, you go through band camp and it's infinite. I mean, it just, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's insane. It's just turned into this like huge web of subgenres. And that's, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's everything too. That's with all music, but it definitely seems like there's, there's people just like in specific niche groups, like niche groups of like, just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how much it's grown, or mm-hmm. how big it is, or how, like, you know, we could be, you know, looking at the amount of countries of people that are listening to us or something at this point, or like the amount of plays and stuff from just like a few dudes in Pennsylvania. How <laughs> worldwide you can. I mean, there's people who obviously have a lot more listeners than we do, of course, but just for like uh, for just from our perspective, it's it's insane how how much it's made it available for how many people. Oh, you figured, oh, yeah. you you had shared the Spotify yeah yeah it was, you know, numbers cool. the other day and it's like that's just Spotify that's not including all the other streaming services you yeah know? we were yeah. we were proud of like this this record like we've like mean I think that that it said it's like our our percentages of our increase of listeners and interaction with us was up nine hundred and ninety nine percent in every category it's got yeah. a lot of attention I mean it's we were, definitely not yeah we're proud that's I'm not, Mind Eraser PR helped a lot and just like I think consistent like. Our game plan, I think, honestly, as well, too. Oh, like, yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty important to it. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure that we pushed, like, pushed and just consistently had material for people to see. Just mm-hmm. never, yeah. for months. Leading up to it. Yeah. yeah. Leading up to the release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't sound like you were, it was ad hoc. I mean, it sounds like you had a laser focus on everything and had a game plan and just executed. I think by the time it came out, I think we had five or six playthroughs recorded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I think we had, like, like videos ma- like music video, music video play through oh yeah it was like lyric videos like we all we had that all in the barrel when the pr started rolling out so we were just like yeah okay this week we're doing this and then like in a week and a half we're gonna put out this video and it's like we didn't have to like rush against the deadline like we yeah. talked about with creatio like we we planned it out and we were like boop 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 yeah. There you go. We we did all the work already. Like we we ground really hard, and like it, that's it. It was just really easy in that respect. Like the 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 right the the grind and then the payout. So oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it was it was really awesome how easy it it was made in that respect. Where that like we had all the logistical stuff and like we figured that out months beforehand. And then mm-hmm. when it came time to it, we were like, oh. Wait, we're already done. We don't need to. Yeah, we great. don't need to scramble. We yeah. can just be like, yeah, here it is. Here's the file. I'll just email it to you. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, cool. That's done. Sick. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> and that was a lot of our a lot of our to, to put it out there. One, our music video was actually shot by our drummer's dad. Uh, uh, it's under Stuart Films Inc. on Facebook, but he's done stuff for literally everything. He's phenomenal. And. Uh, he was gracious enough to do our music video and it ended up um, really just, you know, just putting in an immeasurable amount of work that day for essentially nothing except the fact that it's his son and it which yeah. was really incredible because he's done like i'm sure you've even seen ever see that angel vivaldi video where it's like they're all frozen and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah, he's got tons of, that's his dad oh that's oh, him wow. yeah that's yeah that's yeah, sam's dad that's like, mr stew that's yeah, mr stew and he's incredible he's incredible he's, he, he's just and he's such a good dude like so laid back like oh, he's yeah. so professional but yet so like any suggestion he's like yeah let's try it 
Like he's just like he's just like you could tell he's nothing bugs him from what I've seen. And um so he did that for us and then our for all like the like guitar playthroughs, bass playthroughs, drum not the drum playthroughs, but all that kind of stuff, the newest that adventure time video and stuff. That's our friend Walt. Uh he goes by Mutagenic Media and I mean he's done so much for pennies. He's just yeah, like he's, he's he's so good at what he does and he's so kind. Yeah, he's like super he's super great to work with. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I had never like James knew him and like I hadn't met him before like we started recording the playthroughs and like you know, we met the the day that I think I actually went to like Brad and James were doing their playthrough and it was like one of the songs that had a sax solo. So they're like, "Oh, like come in, we'll just like record the sax solo playthrough or whatever." And it's the one where I was like in the floral shirt and that oh, stuff yeah. and my sunglasses funny. and my drippy watch and stuff um but yeah and it, walt was just like hey man what's going on and it's like oh man it feels like i've known this guy forever like it's rad and it was just like i um he'd be like yeah let's do like a couple more takes i i think definitely we have it i mean we could stop here but i just want to be like extra sure like you you guys are killing it was just like that that professionalism and like he he is really good at what he does and he makes you feel really comfortable about it which kind of makes it seem like you it brings a better product out of you when you're comfortable and you're confident about yourself so he he does a great job in that too you had your you had your bass tracked for that too like super like because the 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 your bass playing for the bass playthrough you had Mm -hmm. you had that solid so quick you seemed so comfy and just yeah, <laughs> well, that was a lot of pra- practicing the week of too. But yes, it, it did not. There was no like I didn't feel pr- like I felt pressure because like I wanted to obviously get like a good take of playthroughs and you know like good shots of my fingies and stuff like that. But um, it, it was it, it didn't feel like you know sometimes you kind of get in a, a situation with a professional and it kind of feels like you're up against the clock or like we gotta get this done or like I got enough, I got something to do with it like I'm I'm a busy like it didn't. It, Walt's not like that. He's just like, yeah, dude, we got until you're done. Like, <laughs> whenever you feel comfortable and you feel like you got what we, or like we got what you need or what you want, and we'll we'll call it. And if you want to do like two more takes, you want to do twenty more takes, we can we can do that. And it's like, yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> so it was like really really rad in that respect as well. Yeah, he was awesome. He's he was integral to the to the to the album. It's yeah. all well, so the pre, pre PR and everything. Yeah. Before we get too much further, do you mind if we play one of the songs off the new album? Absolutely not. I was going <laughs> to not. I wanted to play "On Wings of Providence." Sure, sure, that's great. Cool that? well, yeah, that's absolutely. Right. Last that motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> 
And that was On Wings of Providence. And that is off of the consumed self. And I don't know why I'm talking like that. <laughs> because I don't know We're why. Back. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> There was the soothing sound. A nighttime drive with John and Sean. <laughs> just, part, just part of coming back home, we were just talking about that new Hath single. Yes, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Those, one, incredible musicians live, all of them. Two, just write some of the sickest, sickest, like, blackened Opeth-like. Oh, yeah, yeah like but, blackened tech death. Yeah, Opeth just, like, super, like, like super, just catch, they catch that, like, vibe that you would normally get from a band from like Europe but still like mm. very much so, like behemothy but still their own thing half is so good yeah they, oh, yeah, they yeah, definitely yeah. have a black metal edge to them they do they have it's, that kind of vibe oh I'm sorry oh, you're okay <laughs> your phone is down there yeah just I, I got I, I fuck with half so much like I fuck with them yeah, they're, they're kind of like a, a, a very very beefy like mental cruelty sound oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely like i like uh i'm a fan first and a friend second like <laughs> nice. like i love oh, those yeah. dudes but like i literally i'm more of a fanboy than i am their friends because of how much i fan i'm fanboy over them i bug <laughs> them i like i must annoy them <laughs> like i have to i have to because i literally i'll just message them i'll be like yo let me listen to that let me listen to that new half let me, let me let me hear that shit. Y'all got I was any more like, of that hat? Yo, you got any more of that hat? You do for real. Like I'm like I'm like fiending. Like they sent no, me that, they sent me that single a couple days before it came out because I literally was like, if you don't give it to me, I'm going to hurt you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's how my I knew it was been. coming out soon, so I was like, you gotta let me see it. And they, sense, I so. turned my uncle onto them, and he's been bugging me uh, to ask them. He's like, when's that new record coming out? When's that new record coming well, out? Oh, well, now I already pre-ordered it. I already oh, yeah. got it. I already Shh, got same. a copy. The, that one, there's a variant up there that looks. Like the green one? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, that's a really cool one. Yeah. So I, I had to stop looking at shit because I was just spending way too much money on Oh, I feel you. Oh, I feel you. I was like, yeah. rope it's it expensive in. Hobby. Rope it in. Like, I, this is the first record I bought since I got I got the work because Brody's sick, Zach's sick. They're all sick people. So I got, that was the last record I bought. Um, But I had, I that after that, I was like, got to slow down. <laughs> I've been spending too much money on vinyl. I know. Yeah. I, I get real focused on like, so Asfix is one that I'm like just really, really focused on right now, trying to get shit. So then I'm like, next thing you know, I'm spending like, oh look, that's only ninety dollars. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. Like, yeah, oh, fuck. Like, did I really just spend two hundred dollars on a record? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I'm, I'm in that same boat right now. Oh yeah. We're trying to like complete collections yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. It's tough, especially with stuff that's out of print. I, I like Misfits and Sam Hain. I doubt. Like I was really close to wanting to start collecting Sam Hain but that's even starting to get Bro, into the like the first record he, the first record is like like the cheap end you're looking at like 250 yeah. on Discogs mm-hmm. it's ridiculous it's yeah. ridiculous the moment I spend $250 on the Sam Hain record is the moment I just give up <laughs> no that's, that sounds I, I mean can't, I, oh. can't <laughs> I just can't do that I just can't do that I just can't do that to myself I actually picked up Walk Among Us though like one of like like an 80s print on clear vinyl like it like used in a record store oof. for like 20 bucks Ooh, oof that's a fun yeah one. yeah that's a good one right that's yeah I like, wow i was with you brad mm-hmm. i was like that's what? right i was like that was pretty sick i'll have to I, after this is over i'll have to show you some of the books i have i like i'm on a uh misfits the fiend collectors page yeah, yeah yeah and i know the guy that that started that they wrote they literally wrote the book on misfits records like and they only had it for people on the Facebook page. You could buy the book, and they they did like a hundred copies of the book, oh, that's and sick. that was it. 
That's awesome. And, and I jumped on. He, yeah, I'll have to show you some other shit. He, My uh, girlfriend's obsessed with the Misfits. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, this obsessed. dude, he lives in Japan. He's an American, but he moved to Japan, and he does what he calls uh, punk noir music. It's all instrumental, like kind of punky music. It's mm-hmm. called Deeper Blue. Mm-hmm. I have like his whole collection. He just sent me a promo because I buy all his shit. So he sent me, or not a promo, a test pressing of the new 12-inch that's coming out. Oh, sick. Yeah, he's a good dude. Wow, yeah, but, sounds like an awesome person. So, yeah, I'll have to turn you on to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah please like do. Them. Once we're done with this, that'd be great. Absolutely. But uh, let's get back to you guys again here. Yeah, absolutely. Your new album. Yeah. It's out, everything like that. Where are you guys going from here? That's a decent question. <laughs> what can we, we say? Get, we actually, we all quit right now. Yeah, I think this is it. Yeah. Great. I just, Sorry, guys. I just broke up burial in the sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was this. Sorry. It was it was this delicious beer. I have to now just nah. drink this forever. Well, I gotta say, if it's gotta happen anywhere on our shitty little podcast, is the best place for it to happen. <laughs> there, you go. So, there we go. That's what happened. Yeah, they're not falling down and you know doing snow angels or anything. Oh Jesus Christ! That's a story for another. We'll have to tell you that one. We'll tell you that off the air. There's there's contractual things with that one. Oh 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 yeah. But yeah, where are we going? Zach? Where are we going, Brad? Uh, um, I feel like I, Brad hasn't said much. Yeah, Brad hasn't said much. Yeah, Brad, Brad what where are we going? Where are we going, Brad? What's what's up? What's what's what coming up? Can what can we, we say? Uh, that's the question. That's actually it's a good question. We actually can't say a whole lot. Well, I was gonna say yeah. that's usually the case. We, we do get, have a lot but, planned. I can say that. Um, we do like have a tours. lot. Uh, yeah. We we are going to be pretty busy, um, from pretty much January, yeah. February. We're gonna be busy in. Zach's gonna be. Zach's gonna be busy. busy. Zach's gonna be busy. (laughs) That's all we can sell. Like if that says anything, we we know what Zach. I'm going to be very busy. Yeah, let's just say that Zach is going to be very busy. Zach's plate's gonna be pretty. Because we're gonna be busy, so Zach is going to be busy. Well, I was gonna say I've seen some other schedules. I'm assuming you're involved with some other schedules as well. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Um, I've been (laughs) I've been invited out to do some stuff, some places with some people. For a long time, and uh, and some of them look pretty cool. If it's yeah, some of them look pretty cool. Mostly me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it, it'll it'll be cool. It we we have like a lot of stuff coming up, and like on honestly, like I wish we could be like yeah, like we got this show coming up, and we we're playing with it. Like we it's, it's just not out yet. Yeah, it's it it's just not stuff we can talk about. Talk about. We do. I mean, we can. We've got runs. We got runs coming up, and we're going to be playing in places that we've never played in before, and it's going to be really rad. Mm-hmm. And um, we're playing with some really, 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 really good groups that I'm like super excited. Really, really, like yeah, really, 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 like really. Oh yeah. Like if I, I think if I may, can you can you do really. ten more reallys, yeah. and will it be enough? <sighs> I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> I was going to count it off. I was I was gearing up. I was in the that internal conflict. Yeah. But it, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. As far as bit stuff goes, we we've got we've got a lot of we got a lot of good stuff coming up on the the horizon. That um, it, it's it's gonna be sick. So there's a lot of cool shit to be excited for. Oh yeah, really absolutely. Cool yeah. Shit. yeah. If you want to see us out live and you haven't be able to because we mostly have just stayed on this side of the uh, on this side of the coast or on this side of the country, um, uh, you're gonna be happy because we were you know we might be hanging out we might we might hang out with some. With some northern brothers and some northern friends on the other side, and we might Ooh. be hanging out with some, uh, yeah, Mid- some Midwest, mi- Midwest and, and stuff, South. Southwest, and yeah, 
Yep. Who yep. knows? We have a we have we have some stuff a little bit of everywhere. So the roads wide open is what you're saying. Absolutely. Oh, yes. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have we have Put a good lightly. we have a good like like not together but a good solid about month worth of date just dates, just single dates without yeah. with, without even routing and stuff. So you're going to see us a, a good amount of this of the US and I mean yeah. and you guys have been playing quite a bit lately. I mean, you've been playing. No, out. we did, especially in uh, in October. We played a lot in October. Oh yeah, yeah, we a did a ton. Zach's, <laughs> Zach's schedule was stupid in October. He between us and his other gigs and stuff like that. Zach was. Yeah, I had two days off in October. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Zach, yes. how do you balance all of this? Uh, <laughs> lots. Uh, it's just a lot of passion, right? Like I, I want to be playing music. I want to be creating music for people out in public and live and. That's kind of like what gets me going, especially on the gigs where it's like it, it's nice to get paid for gigs, especially like now that I've you know been playing for so long and I have a degree in music and everything, and it, it's nice to get paid for the gigs that you get paid for. It's nice to play gigs that maybe you don't get paid for but are good in networking. It's nice to play gigs with your friends, and there's nothing good about the gig except for the fact that you're with your friends and you played a good show with your group. Um, nothing beats that. Yeah, so yeah, it's. It, it, I I try to. I mean, getting paid, it. getting paid beats that. Are you kidding me? Well, like, <laughs> I don't want any friends. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's true. If I can be with my friends and getting paid, I'm like, but I don't know, no, I um, can do both. I'm kind of cool with that. And look, if your friends are all dead presidents, <laughs> yeah. But no, it's just it's just a lot, and like I think putting it into perspective, I personally before like the pandemic like literally the week before everything shut down pretty much i made the conscious decision that i was like i'm going to play music more like i'm going to tour i'm going to try to get on the road with rivers more like we're going to try to do more stuff with bits and that's like in our goals and then everything was like yeah nice try you're going to actually do the opposite of that and not go anywhere. <laughs> um, you got to write like, a new record and yeah, play video games. Yeah, we had just games. got signed to our booking agency. Yeah, like we literally got, like literally right signed to our booking agency like three weeks From that before. inanimate show that you came to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we met our agent now who's incredible. He was being a TM on that as well as booking that tour. He was also a TM on that tour. Oh, nice. And he, yeah, that's when he booked us and we played our last show at Kingsland in Brooklyn, and we were just talking about getting together a tour, and coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, what, so, March twelfth? Is it seventh? Sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah, we our last show was in Brooklyn on February twenty ninth because it was a yeah. leap year. It was leap year. It was leap year. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it was February twenty ninth. In yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. So at Brooklyn at the Kingsland yeah. with Gorod and Vale of Nath. Vale of Nath. Wolf King. Wolf King. Wolf King. Oh, that was an awesome show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sarmat. It definitely. The Brooklyn uh, area. I think you guys might feel the same. It kind of sucked going into the pandemic after that. show. Oh, that show was such a high. Yeah, it, such a high of a show. That was one of those with shows. A lot of like homies you, there. Oh yeah, like it was just it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I definitely knew that I left that show very. Uh, happy and inspired and i just i wanted to keep playing shows after that like even more i felt hungry for that and then pandemic so did, did you feel like a lot of momentum was lost when that hit uh, or, or no because you were already getting ready to go in you know i think if it was not something up. that was everyone was co like dealing with and being in the medical field during the time when this all started like knowing we were doing the right thing and at that time frame like also seeing all the bands like 
bar bands and stuff that were still trying to play and stuff. Yeah. That was really tough, I think, in the sense, but I don't think that, I don't think, I never really felt like we lost momentum, more so the fact because everyone was in the same boat. Yeah. Anyone that, anyone that really like mattered was in the same boat. I, yeah. I think we, we, we did pretty good at keeping ourselves relevant. Uh, relevant and with momentum. Like, I know for sure we uh, used a lot of our downtime to our advantage. That's yeah. when we recorded a lot of the playthroughs and extra content to that later helped us when the record came out. We had yep. stuff to keep pushing it. Yeah, um, we, we stayed busy. We tried. So, to. so yeah, we, we kept quiet, but the momentum was still there. I'd say you know we we kept going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, it's, we kind of diverted from what Zach was saying, but yeah, his whole conscious. Joy. But go back to what you were saying. You were saying you were making a conscious effort to play in the pandemic. Oh yeah, I was just like saying, you know, kind of going off what everyone was saying. You know, you have that momentum when you're playing, and you have that great show, and you're like, yes, like we're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, maybe get on more like bills with some sick touring bands or like maybe we'll get on a tour or so you know so kind of having that and you know trying to remember what that feels like and um you know like that's kind of what keeps me going when i've got like you know work five days a week full time and then like i've got like two rehearsals and i've got like teaching lessons and i'm like you know doing session work and i've got three like three gigs in a week and you know like i've got to go up to brooklyn to to play and then you know come work back the next day yeah, come back oh, and, yeah. at 3 a.m and work get up for work at six in the morning the next day and go corral a bunch of small children which is so much fun but like you know at the same time like those days are kind of tough but at the same time i I want to say it's like the grind mindset because that's kind of like really unhealthy if you get too deep into it. But it's yeah. it's it's what I wanted to be doing, and the fact I I the contrast was like October was like mega busy for me. It's like the busiest month of work and like gigging and stuff that I have had in a really 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 long time, and the duality of that is. Uh, November was a little bit less and December I mean with like the holidays and the holiday season and everything like that like I have a couple gigs here and there but like it, it's very barren aside from like my regular like few jobs that I do uh, like during the work week and stuff so it it, it it comes and it goes I'm grateful for when it comes it's really stressful and it's like a different kind of stress and it's just kind of like you know a different mindset that like if you're going to a show uh, versus like going to my school to teach or substitute or something like that, and um, it it it's good. It, it's it's healthy for me because I I feel like even though it's exhausting at times, that like that kind of stuff where you're performing, it's it's nice. You're worrying about your your band and you know like the crowd or whatever you got to do for that aspect, but the whole performance aspect is coming down to your own personal responsibility. Like, are you playing the songs correctly? Did you set your gear up correctly? Like, did you do everything you have to do? Whereas like, you know, at my job as being like a substitute teacher, it's like, you know, you're doing it for the kids and you're there for the kids. You're not really there for like, I'm not doing substitute teaching for myself other than to gain experience to maybe get a full-time contract down the road sometime in life. Or maybe if, if that happens, but like, it, it's all for the kids that's what makes that that fun so it's kind of like i get to worry about other people and uh then i get to also kind of interflect and like be worrying about myself which it, i mean like 
especially over the pandemic, like self-care and self-mental health became such a, a topic of discussion that I feel like in my lifetime had never been such like so open. Like Absolutely. no one, no, no sure. one was talking about mental mm -hmm. health as much as when you're like I said, shut inside and, you know, zooming with your friends and you can't like go hang out with them and you're just looking at them on a the screen. But, um, so kind of having that, that time where it's like you're doing things for other people but then you get to self-fulfill as well. And that kind of sounds selfish and I kind of feel bad saying that, but at the same time, like I, I, I need that. It's like the other half of it as well. It's no, like I think I, everybody needs that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it, it's just like that, that's kind of like, especially like during that month of just like, I, I think I had like laid it out. I had like 20 shows in October or something like that. It was like, it was nuts, <laughs> but it, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I played a lot of, fun shows like i did a couple like two two shows with rivers two two shows with rivers and like on the 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 end of the black dahlia murder tour and like got to meet like some sick bands and i saw all the the dudes in carnifex again like i hadn't seen them since like they uh played together on summer slaughter so it was like nice and to catch up with them and see how they were doing and you know seeing all these people and like you know making new connections too like that kind of stuff i i, I think is really Really yeah, we hung out with the Pack well. Boys too. I, I, I yeah, it was cool enough. I was able to hang out with Zach back with them. Rivers had me. Were nice enough to give me a pass just so I could chill out with them, and hang. And uh, we got to half guys came out to support Zach and a yeah. great. It was a great show, phenomenal show. Obviously, Black Dahlia Murder, literally oh, just awesome. the, one of the most solid live bands yeah, I've great. ever seen. They're so professional, it's ridiculous. Like they deserve all the yeah. praise they get. They but Rivers also put on a phenomenal show. Um, and Zach did incredible. <laughs> Zach did incredible. I was literally side stage their entire set, and it was just oh, like it's great, super duper good time, super duper good time. They were all sounded solid. You know, they deserve all the praise they get. Zach's a huge integral part to that. I always get lost. I, I always enjoy watching Zach play because I end up getting to like rather than playing with Zach because it's a different experience. Like I get to be I get to be a part of a crowd and do that. And like we all start out music as fans of music. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean, so I get to be a fan and just be a fan of Zach and watch him play Aww. and enjoy that. And that's really fun for me because so I love nice. Zach, so it's really cool to watch him play. <laughs> He's I love, beaming. I yeah, love I love you too, Bunny. Blushing <laughs> over here. Oh Which goodness. speaking of being a fan, a friend, a fan of your friend, I told him I was going to put him on blast because he was. I, I on my drive over here, I got to talk to my old drummer Matt. Back in the day, we were talking about like the history of the band. Yes. I uh, back before Burial and everything else, we had bands like Askane. Odium Complex, all these, all these different names. You know, you go through different, hundred different names when you're in a young band and stuff like that. All the way up until we went to college, and Matt now lives out in Pittsburgh. So I see on his story today on Instagram, it's like he's in the Pittsburgh Penguins stadium. He's like, I'm hanging out in the Pittsburgh Penguins stadium. This happened yesterday, uh, but I saw it, you know, from the timestamp. But I only saw it this morning. And it's like just hanging out here, and then I click to the next story, and it goes, it's, it's like all the seats inside the stadium. I'm like, how's he inside? But no one else is there. Where? Where, what's he doing and then it goes to another video and it goes found my seat and he's sitting behind a drum set and it's a video of this whole huge stage last night he played with Andrea Bocelli Oof, oh my the God. opera singer and he didn't <laughs> tell me I, I text him and I'm like dude call me and we're talking on the phone I'm like how in the world do you not tell me he's like I don't know man I just you know I just like told my mom <laughs> <laughs> that was it that sounds like me I'm like bro 
I would have been there. All I did yesterday was like work on a van. Like, what are you like? Are you out of your mind? You played with Andrea Bocelli and you don't tell anyone? He's like, yeah, my mom told people, I guess. It's like, I'm not talking <laughs> to your mom every day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, talk about, isn't that crazy? That's, That's wild. crazy. Yeah, That's so yeah, wild. if you're in Pittsburgh and you need a, you need a percussionist, Matt Altamar, Pitt, Pittsburgh location. Apparently he plays with Andrea Bocelli. He doesn't tell his friends. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So I told him I put him on blast, so he had to happen. <laughs> and on that note, I want a quick commercial from uh, Paul at Soul Grinder Zine. Oh. He, he, he now has a commercial that we play on the podcast. Heck so, yeah. So we love Paul. Check this one out. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground, from the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine, an independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. Guys. That's our buddy Paul from Soul Grinder Zine. He uh, also does shows at the Alternative Gallery, which yeah, you guys have played. played there. Oh, yeah, yeah we there. played there on my birthday. Oh, yeah. oh really? In August, a few years ago now, because it's the pandemic, so we haven't been back in a while. But <laughs> yeah, we played yeah. there on my birthday, and you it was know, a we, dope time. We've all had this like collective coma. It was like <laughs> two years where we've done nothing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not even point. There's really not much of a point to really like even talk about that point at that time. Of just, just, no. just no one did anything. Like it's, it's like, fine. It's like we were all it's in a like black those, hole for memories. Like yeah. we were all in those like matrix pods with the things plugged into <laughs> yeah. your heads, and we just all kind of woke up and at one time when everything had to go back, we were just like, <gasps> "What year is it? <laughs> where am I? I don't. Uh, how long was I out? Yeah." What happened the last two years? Yeah, no nothing. Clue. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Not much. <laughs> I slept and worked. Yeah, honestly, yeah, hundred and ten percent. That's all I did was, was was sleep, work, and practice, and practice, oh, yeah. and practice a lot. That's all it felt like. Dang. Hit the woodshed, woodshedding all day. Yeah, that's. I was telling Zach. I think I developed a bit of a drinking problem for a little oh. bit of the pandemic. So that oh, it can uh, happen. We, man. We've stopped that. <laughs> that's good. It's always good. Well, there wasn't much to do. I mean, that's true. Absolutely, yeah. you're not wrong. I also resonate with that as well. Oh, I yeah, absolutely yeah, resonate. I no, by no means, by no means am I giving any judgment. <coughs> absolutely, is 110 percent where I was. <laughs> oh no, hell, no. I was gonna say I'm not embarrassed. It's just you know, I uh, yeah, I, I, I turned into a temporary alcoholic to get through it. Now it's over. I'm done. Mm. It's cool. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. It's good. Just a little bit. What's this one? We got another beer. We got another beer on deck. Beer, 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 yeah, thank beer, you. Perfect. beer, beer, beer. So what are the last two we drank here, John? Um, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's that one a while. Let's see. This is... Oh, this is a Broken Goblet one. This is a dry hop German style Hellas Lager. Check out Yo. Is that what, that's what that we drank art. last time, right? See, there you go. There's the art. That art was the last one. This is when we're drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah that was really good. Yeah. 
Is that Mr. Bean on the side of this can? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh. This is uh, fr- so, uh, from Tim some friends of mine. Uh, Will oh. Creek Brewing. You need to stay away from PBS. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Will Creek Brewing. They uh, have a partnership with the Reading Royals. Um, they kind of got mad at me because I haven't. I, I do this show and we talk about beer, and I go to their their place all the time and drink their beer, but I never brought it to the show. Oh, so they yelled at me, and I was like, "All right, I'll bring some for the next show." Nice. And uh, it's the I'm gonna try it right now. It's, it's the West Coast IPA, but it's actually called the West Reading IPA. You know what they did mm. there, but uh, oh, that's really good. Nice oh, wow. little place. Um. I actually really like this, and I, I mean, on a on a on a completely like honest note, um, that's really really good. They're, uh, <laughs> yeah. Their owner is a veteran, you know. Oh, um, sick! So. Thank you for your service, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah, thank, thank you. you. But, uh, Jinx. They did a partnership with the Royals America this year. Jinx. <laughs> yeah, no, but really, yeah, thank you for your service. Awesome. It's awesome. It sounds it's delicious. George. It is delicious. I'm not usually a huge fan of IPAs. Me neither. This one is like nice and light, and it's got a little crisp. It's like, not too floral. Like yeah, no, it's not crazy. It's not ridiculously bitter where your face sucks into itself yeah. <laughs> sometimes i drink an ipa and i'm like okay so this was this was a bottle of perfume it's, and it's, it's not, not a palate uh palate uh crasher or yeah like no this is absolutely no, this wonderful. Really this good. Is wonderful i could see myself eating this with like i don't know like a like like thing of french fries and yeah like, oh, like, yeah. like a fish sandwich or something this tastes like oh, yeah. like um uh like the lager of ipas it's really it's good like i really, really like it smooth yeah, that's what I was like, gonna say. It's it's smoother. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna have to get the. I'm gonna have to take a picture of that. I really like that <laughs> a lot, so I can get that later. <laughs> yeah, they're just down on West Reading. Yeah, they're just down <clears> West <throat> Reading. Um, oh, yeah. Same side as Beer Wall, and on the other end of the block, though. Awesome, oh, nice, yeah. awesome, awesome, awesome. So, I mean, you guys have had opportunity to play with a bunch of cool bands over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, who are some of your favorites to play with? We hate playing with Rivers of Nile. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, their saxophone player sucks real bad. He sucks real bad. <laughs> I always hated playing with them. Other people make the joke, so we have to make it, too, I guess. Yeah. I always hated make... playing with them. We really don't like playing with uh, Kenny G. I'm kidding. We, yeah. it's, we never... oh, that would be phenomenal. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, this conversation comes up all the time about the idea about the idea of just somehow playing with Kenny G. I think that would be amazing. Kenny, uh, I mean, Kenny G played with Chan at Coachella a couple years back. He did not. He did. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he did. Oh my god, I he sat like him that. with Chan for a couple songs. It's, it was incredible. sick. <laughs> so like, that's the thing is like he's so. He's so good he is so good and people especially people, in the saxophone world think he's like a meme or like a sellout not. and i mean like okay i suppose like what if you want to call it that but like he's so good i guess when i was younger and in college i was like that like defiant like oh yeah like kenny g's the worst like smooth but then like he he literally just um kenny g just came out with an album and he just he came out with like a documentary to like um, like go along with it and it has like beef roll footage of him just like practicing in his house just chilling on a couch just like practicing saxophone watching TV and he, it's just like <laughs> it's nuts it's absolutely insane the stuff he's playing and it's like dude's oh sad. my god like the dude's a monster I wish I honestly wish like I mean people think it's a meme or like oh it's not metal to play with smooth jazz but like if like kenny g wanted to do a guest spot for probably less than the price of what a car would cost then i mean like i would totally have him on <laughs> yeah probably less than yeah, yeah honestly what kind but, of car yeah uh, a new one <laughs> a new one yeah a new one a new car uh but yeah no uh, but god 
Kenny G is so sick. Anyway, yeah. what other bands do we like? Brad, what bands have we played with that you have been really fond of? Well, we definitely said it earlier, Hath. Uh, Hath is awesome to play with. Yeah, we love um, those dudes. I definitely would love to play with those guys more. Um, we had a great time. Uh, we recently just played with Flesh Boar. Uh, that was another band we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, they were awesome. Uh, we may or may not see them or play with them in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we we who don't knows? know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe. But um, those guys are awesome. I really enjoyed playing with them. Um, man, what are some other ones? Inanimate. Yeah, oh, yeah. Inanimate, Inanimate Existence was awesome. I mean, like, that was a fun show. Veil of Nath, Grodd, like all of those guys are sick. Um, we played with, uh, I mean, we played, we opened for Rivers a couple of times in like Philly. Entheos. We played with Entheos. Sick. We played with Conjurer. Oh, oh, yo, oh my God! I'm so glad you guys. Where was that show at? That was at Voltage. That was Voltage. Voltage. And that yeah. was a I wasn't even in the kid. band yet, but I came to that show. That show was uh, nuts. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you were not in the band. I forgot yeah, you weren't, weren't in the band, band yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. No, I, I actually watched that show Ooh. from the crowd, and that show was incredible. That show yeah, was nuts. Was yeah, that show was bonkers, crazy. Rivers yeah. of Nile played all of uh, Where Owls mm-hmm. Know My Name in its entirety, yeah, and then got... Entheos played all of Entheos, their Conjurer, Wolf. That's the first time we met the guys in Wolf King, and they're phenomenal, and yeah. they're nice people. Really that, nice. That was people. a hell of a night. Yeah, yeah it was great. Great, great, yeah. great. I seem to remember that show. The guy I worked with went down to that, and then came back and told me I was an idiot for not going. It was <laughs> a good show. It was very, a good very show. Good show. Um, I mean, Beyond, Cre- uh, Beyond Creation was dope to play with. Oh, yeah. Fallujah. Fallujah was dope. Archaic. Equipoise. Yeah, the whole package. The whole package was incredible. That was nuts. That was my first show playing with you guys. Oh, yeah, the right. first yeah. show we played was Oof. like a. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. yeah. No, I, I like. <laughs> that dude, was, I, I definitely talk about getting broken pants. in, right? Yeah. Trial by fire. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he did yeah. phenomenal. Brad did really, really good, and then, you know he's still here. Um, he's not dead yet. I might. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's we're, it's, prophesized. it's yeah, prophesized. I will eventually kill Brad. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> So I got to sleep with one eye open all the time. It sounds like you should. <laughs> you're gonna, I'm telling back. you, you're going to be the cover of a bootleg, just like me. Oh, no. That's what we were talking about earlier. Before you got here, I say I was telling him, yeah, it's just I'm just going to, you know, it's what it is. <laughs> it was written in the tomes before time began. And the, and the rest of these guys will be walking around with little chunks of your skull on a necklace. <laughs> oh, yeah. it will be, be legends. Yeah, yeah, be I, already, I already called dibs on your left ear. Sorry. Oh, uh, the trophies. <laughs> Okay. But no, that, you that heard was, it uh, here first. Yeah, we're we're getting dark. We're getting pretty dark here. We're getting pretty dark. But yeah. I love you. I promise. I would never. Yeah, we would never. I love you too. Gonna leave and start a Burzum cover band. <laughs> no, thank you. No. No, Great. Thank you. Now we're on that list Wh- without again. Without the racism. Yeah. Jesus. We're on that list again. Ooh, no. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Let's not know. Yeah. No. no I guess no. we probably shouldn't joke about that. <laughs> but yeah. No. That, which uh... which leads me into the next question: getting away from murder. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. So, who do you want to play with? Is there anybody on the short list that you really, really want to play with? Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's actually a good question. Um, oh, yeah. I have one personally, but like, go ahead, Brad. What was your first band that you would like, First band that comes to your brain. Oh, man. First band that comes to my brain for that. <laughs> like, he doesn't, like, he's not. I don't order. know. I could I not be the windbreaker that I'm wearing. <laughs> wearing the spirit box windbreaker. No, that'd be something. Um,. Well, even though these guys got to play with Entheos uh, already, I have not. I definitely would love to play with Entheos one day. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, that's one. Um, I would love to play with Fallujah again. That was really cool. 
Um, man, if I had to think of one that we haven't played with yet, oof. come back to me on that one. I'll think about <laughs> these guys' answer. I already, I already know, and it, it, it it's a diff. It would be a difficult sell. Um, and we almost did, and we just didn't get the chance to. It was just, it wasn't in the cards. But uh, uh, between the barrier to me would be really nice. Ooh. Um, oh, if yeah, I could nice. pick, I mean, obviously, I love playing with Rivers and all those guys, and I would any day of the week. I do that. Those those guys are homies. Um, but yeah, for me, I think BT Bam would be probably. Yeah, I remember being a, I remember being a kid and watching them play, and just that was like one of the moments where I was like, "Yeah, this is what I want to do." So <laughs> it'd be yeah. cool to play with them. Um, for me, I remember when we were kind of like we had like some weird management thing going on like a few years back, and he would our manager or our ad hoc manager was like, oh, uh, he was God. like, make a list of everything any band you've ever wanted to play with. No band is too big. So I think back to that list very frequently i'm like oh um honestly if i had to choose like an ultimate goal i would love to go on tour with like gojira or like mastodon oh yeah mastodon Um, is such a good like that's very we're not (laughs) no we're we're not at that level but that would be as like a it'd be unreal yeah, as like a goal in the yeah. future, that would be sick. I would love for Bits to play with Rivers of Nile. That would be sick. We don't, we like to go on the road with them. I mean, we've played one-off shows and stuff like that, but to, you know, go on the road with Rivers would be really cool. Um, you know, uh, that would but, be a sick package. Yeah, yeah. yeah too many be. saxophones, but it's just me. <laughs> Not enough <Yeah>. flute. <laughs> Someone call Jethro Tull. Yeah. Um, Not enough cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. would, the, would the saxophone players get into like a fight? It's. But it would just, just, yeah, it would just I know, be, I know, I know. It is. I, I'm I, just, it would just Fight be, Club. Yeah, it would be. It's Fight yeah. Club. It's just me and my all my alternate personalities yeah. just arguing with each other in my head and stuff. Um, but. No, uh, I don't know. What what other what other? I think maybe on like a more realistic scale, um, maybe like getting out with like first fragment would be really cool. Sick. Um, oh yeah. Like getting out with uh, maybe. Uh, Vervum. If we were in Europe. Vervum. Do you? I would love to do a Europe thing with Vervum. Um, yeah. I've that's that seems a little bit more, like a like. A little bit more realistic at this time than Mastodon, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that was just big dreams. Oh, that's big, that is, that, that's big dreams. I would that would be big boy dreams, and that's you know I don't, like the I don't know big boy like, dreams. You know big boy dreams. If we're talking about that, put me on the road, Metallica. I don't. I know, was gonna say yeah, that was like the top of the list. Is like yeah. I don't want to oh, yeah. like, tour with Metallica. Yeah, freaking do it. That would be sick. Oh yeah, let's just let's like, do it. Put me on there with I don't know. Put me on there with Cardi B for all I care. Put me on there with Post Malone. Like you know what I mean? Like put me in front of as many people as you possibly can. So anybody, anybody would like it. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. I heard I whispers think... that Hetfield liked the Rivers video. He did. That's Wait, I heard. What? I heard Which whispers one? of it. Which and, one? Uh, the focus one. With not the, the latest one. The one before that. The oh, the one with all the sludge and stuff. Yeah, yeah Bigs in the then. Bigs in the bathtub. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bigs man. in the this... tub. <laughs> Um, well, that was that's pretty cool I mean that that video is also really sick it's a very good yeah the, oh, yeah, the director that of that video I, is I thought that like was a legend such a in the metal beautifully scene. shot video that yeah was, focus focus like it was all very the, interesting yeah the black sludge and oh, yeah where we recorded so did you think really of a cool. band Brad yes and definitely okay yeah sorry we're taking two away for me I, I think uh, I, lately I've been really deep into uh, Silosis Okay. Oh wow. Um, okay. I think Silosis would be an awesome one um, if they ever come to America again. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. 
um, and Discarnate. That's another Ooh. one that I've been huge oh, on. Oh, wow. I okay. love those guys. Good picks. Oh, yeah. I think those would be really, really cool people to do runs with. Also something like, like maybe like, like Decapitated. Oh, oh my god, that'd be unreal. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we're like shooting a, for the fences yeah, here. We're shooting yeah. for the fences. <laughs> yeah, again, like as like an unrealistic old decapitated would be sick. There's a Watain Mayhem tour coming up. You could jump on that. Yeah, one. yeah, I'll just jump oh, right yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah let me just yeah. let me just make a call. Let me yeah. just make a get, call. Get man. it done. That's all I'm saying. Get you it you done. might actually get me to a show because I hate those two bands. Let me just <laughs> hop on AOL Messenger and like yeah. hit up a couple homies. <laughs> hit up the homies on on AIM. On AIM. <laughs> that's a good question though yeah you got us you got us all like uh, oh, yeah. gushing over bands we love I don't know like, I'm telling you I seen Gojira not long ago and I think you guys would have been way better than the middle slot I'm telling you like I would have loved to have seen you guys in that middle I've, slot we, that's very very so, that's very thank kind you. of you thank that's you very very kind of you we really do have been working hard on like our live game and everything else we do we do a lot of work in that and like on our stuff so it, it's appreciated that like it's at least seen yeah for yeah. sure so, another song. This one is Way Far. Mm-hmm. And let's let everyone enjoy that one. Awesome.
for a beating. So, yes. We're back. That was way far off of, uh, oh, my God, the consumed self. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And We're then, cookies. Yeah, and th- yeah, we went from beer to cookies. My girlfriend made cookies. Yeah. <laughs> she makes great cookies. That is the best. I love it. No, no, no. Get in there closer. What a good soundbite. Yes. I just realized I was like right on no, the microphone. No, no that's cool. ASMR. I'm so sorry for anyone that's like me that probably hates the sound. I like can't stand the sound of other people's chewing. I'm like on the microphone. like Cookie monster in real life. Cookies. Jesus Christ. There's my phone. Oh, you found it. Anyway, so, I mean, I I guess we're kind of at the end of this. There's not much more to say. I mean, mean, we had covered most of the history and all the early stuff in the last podcast. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. um, Why'd you invite us on? We suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because we suck, too. So it made sense to have, like, just the the full room of suck. Uh, (laughs) More suck than a fucking porno film. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, we'd love to be able to... We'd love to be able to tell you guys more about what's going to happen, but you're going to you're going to be seeing some st- stuff soon. There's going to actually be an announcement as far as shows oh, yeah, within I think this out. week. Oh, what, oh, nice! Within this week or so, um, which I don't even think I I literally got that message yesterday. I don't even think I told these guys that. Yet. Oh, so you're, they're hearing that now. Then like a week or so, we're going to be able to like start talking about some of the stuff that we've all known about, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll be able to like actually put out the flyer, and then there's other stuff. That I have no idea what the time. That's not on us. Oh, that's so far away. That's so far yeah, away. That's so not it's, until like summer. Yeah, time. We have, yeah, we have so. some summertime stuff happening, and we have some stuff in the very recent future for 2022. Cool. So that will be yeah. soon. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was going to ask you when we were talking about the the wanting to tour with and who. How about the idea of the European festivals? Is that something that's high on your list? Is doing any of those the bigger European festivals? Those are dreams. Yeah, that's a, that's a dream. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, like, that would be if cool. given the opportunity, like Wacken and stuff. Like, yeah, like I, think, I think I just saw Rivers is on Hellfest. Yeah, is it Hellfest or am I thinking of the other? Or is it the other one? Is it full? Full, full terror assault. Full terror assault. Maybe yeah, oh, that's American. That's American. That's no, no, American. No. The one in the Czech Republic, the real big one they have over there. Yeah. I think I saw there on that one. Maybe then. Um. Here, let me. I'm. We're guessing. I can just go to the interwebs real quick. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, if we only had this source of infinite knowledge at our fingertips. Yeah, yeah right. I know. That's what... would <laughs> be an amazing thing. I think it's so funny. This that's little like box what, you carry in your I, pocket. I'm so used to not having that, like, oh. growing up, like, when I was in, in yep. school and stuff, when I was, like, in elementary school, like, YouTube wasn't a thing, like, smartphones obviously weren't a thing, like, the internet wasn't as cool as it was now. So, like, now when I'm teaching and kids are like, well, what is this? I'm like, I think it's... I'm like... Wait, hold on a second. I've got my phone in my pocket. Let me check. Like, let's see. Or I think it was like the most recent one was a, a girl asked me was like, where where did uh, where was Pablo Picasso born or something like that? And they were like, oh, it's France. No, it's Spain. Like someone's like, oh, he was born in Mexico. Like he's Spanish. And I was like, he's born in Spain. And I know that because I checked it up on the interwebs. <laughs> and I was like, and he lived in France and he died in France. And it was like, I it was like, I don't have to guess about this stuff anymore. And now the internet's not working anyway. So, uh, so I think now that, you have to yeah, guess. There, I know, I know that uh, Rivers is on uh, Arc Tangent uh, Festival with like uh, it's like the Prague Festival with like I think they got like Intervals and like um, like Hacken and. Uh, a couple of other cool bands. I don't know if Hacken's on it this year. I know Hacken's been on it in the past, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, 
but they're doing that. I know they have a couple of other festivals in Europe that they're trying to kind of like, you know, string together the festival run like you were talking about. Um, it, it's, that's kind of cool. Uh, it, again, I, I am, luckily all of the touring and playing I've done abroad, like with Rivers and stuff, like I haven't had to worry about logistics. So just knowing like all of the stuff that's going into it, like being on the side where I haven't done anything and I'm seeing all the, the stuff that's going on, it's like, oh <laughs> like dude that's a lot for us to do it's very daunting and if we mess up it's not like oh like yeah we're like out in chicago like maybe someone can like overnight us something or like if it, it's like you're across the world <laughs> it's very daunting so i would love to do that kind of stuff but um and, may, and maybe our well with rivers but with bits it's just kind of like it's very much all on ourselves for the most part right now mm-hmm. uh with like you know our, our booking agency helping and they do a lot of stuff for us but it's a, a lot of it the logistics we we figure out ourselves so it's like oh <laughs> yeah that would be tough oh, that's I mean, a lot i mean we would i'm absolutely like if it was an opportunity that we would be able to do that made sense fiscally and everything of course we would do yeah. it but like as far as yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think everybody would say that, like, if you had the opportunity to play those types of types of shows, if you were given like the means to do so, you would absolutely. Who would say no? Like, who would say no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. But yeah, as far as that's concerned, now it's again, maybe one day in the future. Yeah. Who knows? I I do have a question for you guys, and I always wanted to ask this to tech guys. Now I don't. I feel safe amongst you guys because I. <laughs> kind of i'm not spinning on what you do but i got a question go for it you guys are all in like all the bands that you have mentioned are all great players know their craft inside and out all tech you know tech bands do you ever come back to like on your on your downtime listen to something that's not a billion notes oh just just laid back for sure what what in a, in a, how do I say this? Do you take the 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 nerdy? I'm so into my music and play all these notes to come back to something generic, like an old school death metal or a, a something radio, something. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because like, yeah. I'm I'm just saying this because you mentioned all these bands and I always see tech bands as. And please, once again, don't think I'm yeah, pissing on you. Oh, but uh, to me, it's always like, I'm this good. I can play all these notes. So, oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. you're fine, it's, man. Yeah, I people mean, out there like that. There are definitely like a lot of people that are very, very like... Uh, I mean, because you guys are fun-loving I mean, and everything like that. Oh, so I'm picturing perfect. that you guys... Are, you know, you will sit down with a, an obituary record and not go, oh, yeah, for sure. oh it's so boring. No, absolutely yeah. not. I still listen to stuff I, like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I think pocket playing is more important than any amount of notes notes you could throw into something i think that we've always tried to one represent that with what we do personally but more so like um when i'm listening to music it's like far and few between am i listening to the kind of stuff that we're playing okay i I do i do listen to that stuff i do listen to that stuff absolutely and i'm especially when i'm checking out a friend's record or someone that i'm excited about absolutely absolutely but I mean, I think the way to do this is, Brad, what are you listening to right now? Right now? Uh, I'm pretty into, like, a lot of, like, ambient stuff and, like, post-rock. Um, going back and listening to a lot of Isis. And uh, uh, recently found this group called Hammock. 
Um, I just found out they made a, some music for, I think it was Far Cry 5. Um, but it's just basically just synths and Okay. Chill. Good example. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, you what are you, you listening go. to right now? <laughs> um, what am I listening to right now? I've been on a big Shaka Khan kick recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I The other day I was... Um, like Sam, Sam and I have our own like cover band, like our wedding cover band that we do. So we play like all of the like the hits or like Brown Eyed Girl or like you know like Superstition or like you know the things that you would like go to a bar and like the bar band's playing and you're like oh god it's music. like this bar band and that's what we do. So we do a lot of that stuff. So I keep like you know the classics of just you know pop music kind of fresh. Uh, always trying you know trying to remember all of it <laughs> but um uh what do you call it we also what i'm listening to i'm kind of going back i'm listening to a lot of um like herbie hancock head hunters like oh, first yeah. first like <sighs> heavy funk album and stuff like that so a lot of that's lo- some good <laughs> stuff yeah good and then funk. like on the, the other day on the way to rehearsal i was like you know let me throw on some acdc like i want to listen to some hell's bells and i want to be like just like jamming out <laughs> just in the jamming. car as I totally like <laughs> headbang and throw the, your headphones across the room. <laughs> Those are the ones for the guests. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and I. Yeah. And what are you listening to, James? Uh, yes, James. Tell uh, us. On my way here, I spoke on the phone, so I didn't listen to anything. But <laughs> prior to that, I think the last thing I was listening to, I was listening to like Al Miola. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I was listening to a lot of him. I was listening to some Weather Report. Because Ooh. I think J- Jacko just recently was it wasn't it just the anniversary of his passing recently? Uh, th- something sure like that, or his so. birthday, something something like that came up. So I was listening to some Weather Report, um, and then outside of that, I was listening to like um, I was listening to like a ton of like Money Bag Yo. <laughs> so like like just like I'll, I'll listen to like really genuinely anything anything. Um, I, I think we all do. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, the new hats single, like I said, I was listening yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit, of, it's a little bit of everything, you know, you know, like, and very often when I'm like sitting there relaxing, you know, I think the other day at work while I was doing stuff, I was listening to Graham Nash's solo record, first solo album, like, you know, like mm. Crosby Stills, Nash and Young or something right. or, or, and then I'll put on, you know, or I'll put on uh, Leprosy by Death <laughs> or I'll put on, mm. you know, it just goes in waves you know what i mean like whatever that vibe is for that day i'm like oh man i really or that time that day that time frame i sometimes i look back at what i did listen to on my spotify that day and i'm like what is going on can i imagine i imagine spotify is like playlist curation software is like what is this person <laughs> just melted down like it just melts yeah. down every and i know that that's the way that these guys are oh, too yeah. that we all because we're all like that right i think if you listen to our record you're gonna some people would go wow they're thoughtful in reality we just have like a stupid amount of things that we like to listen to yeah. and just you know we're we're music nerds as fans first like i said like everybody is so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely we Answer definitely my question oh, we can, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we enjoy a lot i was okay. just, just hoping zach wasn't gonna go you son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> pulls the saxophone out of his back pocket yeah. beats me over the head <laughs> like, a, like a little like boomerang sensation or something <laughs> like that yeah i mostly like the fast notes it's it's not like oh check me out i'm playing these fast notes more it's like oh my god i have to play all these fast notes oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> do you do you ever ask yourself okay who wrote this 
Yes. Oh my god. And it's yeah. mostly me. It's it's like who wrote this? I was like, oh shit, I wrote this. Yeah. So like, <laughs> there's there's a there's a, there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's like it's funny because like I have the most joy playing stuff riffs usually that someone else writes, like someone like Zach, because I feel like I can kind of just like shed and get them. And I'll almost find like I think it's a great example. I'll find myself getting caught up on the stuff that I write. Like I'm like what. Why am I getting caught up on this riff? I literally wrote it. <laughs> have, you, have you ever fired yourself because you wrote that riff and you can't play it? Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep, yep, yep. I'm fired. Yeah. Well, I'm like, fired we'll, right now. Yeah, we'll be like at rehearsal and like I'll like completely like mess up a part. I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to go. Uh, it was nice working with you. And I'll talk to you. <laughs> See you around. Out. See you around. <laughs> See ya. Let See me know you. if you need anything. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, for sure. So it sounds like you got a lot coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well done on the album. It's Thank amazing. You. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank like you I said, so that's much. I couldn't wait to get it in my hands, and obviously, been, we appreciate you know, your support and getting you, you taking the time and your effort and your hard-earned money for getting it. Yeah, and you, anybody that's done that. For yeah. us, the one for thing sure. I do like about your album, and I can say this honestly, is just the one. Well, not mm-hmm. just the one, but <laughs> it stands out. Like it's sitting right there, and I can see it, and I know who it is, and I because it stands out. I mean, it's. Here. Yeah, and the vinyl color is awesome. Yeah, that is. I love that packaging. And I love that you didn't make fucking 20 different ones because then I would have had to buy all 20. (laughs) Hey, Sean, guess what? You just gave them an idea to do. Yeah, make sure I have to buy all. We'll have to release 20 more. Yeah. Collect all 24 color variants. Uh, People that do that. The re release of it. We were down at that show I was telling you about. It was like Misery Index and Pig Uh Destroyer and No Moss. They're a grindcore band from DC played and they had their seven inch there. And I was like, how many different colors do you have? He's like, oh, it's just the three. So I was like, oh, great. Give me all three. <laughs> I get home and I look, there's fucking 12 other colors. <gasps> I'm like, how the fuck am I going to, like, I'm sweating. I'm getting all <laughs> nervous. And I'm like, oh, how oh. the fuck am I going to find all these other colors now? Like, that's how oh, I feel about that. See, that's part of the whole thing. That's what uh, makes vinyl so cool, though. Oh, I yeah. think it's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, you get to have all these different, like, collector's items and stuff. You have to be on your game. It's cool. Mm. It's really cool. I like it's how it's fun. become. I like how it's become this collector's thing as long as well as like a respect for the music. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's fun. Makes it people make, do, it makes people be feel a part of it. You have a little piece of history that's not so little. You know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you got anything else? I'm good. Well, I'm gonna play us off with our new uh, exit music, which is total <laughs> fucking destruction to be alive at the end of the world. Great uh, song. If you've never heard this song, it's amazing. It's can't so, wait to hear it. There it is.
Thank you.